Yo, 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 what is happening? It is your boy Anthony back with another podcast. It's been a while. It has been a while. I think the last podcast that I did was in May. I think that was episode 10, I believe. So I think this is episode 11. Let me check. Yep, this is episode 11 of the F16 Photography Podcast. Clearly, I have done terrible at staying on top of this podcast. And it's, you know, it's crazy because it's it's easy to do them. But yeah, for some reason, it's just with everything I have going on day to day, it's just, man, I've, I've just not done good at prioritizing time and, and doing the stuff that I need to do. So that's just life. That's just the way it goes sometimes. But I am back with another episode. Hopefully you've been good. Staying healthy, staying safe, um, staying out of all the nonsense that's going on in the world, staying off social media, you know, being productive, being in front of the people that you're with, being present, all that good stuff. But uh, anyway, I've been wanting to actually do this, this, uh, this or talk about this topic for a while. And the situation itself, I believe it happened last year. But uh, it it definitely is a conversation to be had uh, as a photographer and for uh, the opposite end, you know, people that are photographed, just normal people, civilians. And so what I want to talk about is the uh, that Hillary Duff situation with that photographer. Now, if you're not familiar with it, sometime last year, there was a photographer. uh, It was a black photographer. And I'm mentioning that because. Uh, I'm, I, I, that's gonna. I want to talk about that later in the podcast. But it was a black photographer that had just got a new camera, Nikon, and he showed up to a kid's soccer game that Hillary Duff was at with her kid, and uh, she noticed him taking pictures. Apparently, became uncomfortable, so she went and confronted him, asked him you know, who he was with, you know, basically saying, which, you know, which one of these kids are yours? Uh, When he replied back and said that none of them, and he was just taking pictures. um, Let me, let me pull up an article here so I could, uh, so I can quote what she, what she was saying. Um, Let's see. He said, didn't know anyone on the team. So she asked him to stop taking pictures. The photographer then went the route that sometimes photographers go and basically said that he wasn't doing anything illegal and he had the right to take these pictures and offered to show ID. Uh, Hillary Duff continued to ask him to leave. Um, And then she after that, she posted. So she was recording the video. I, I forgot to mention that she was recording the whole altercation. So. Uh, after the, after she recorded, I think it was the next day or maybe that night, she posted the video to her Instagram, calling the photographer paparazzi and a creep and saying that privacy laws needed to change. And the photographer ultimately filed a lawsuit against Hillary Duff and against Wendy Williams, because Wendy Williams picked this whole thing up on her show replayed the video all of that stuff so he basically sued both of them uh claiming that he has lost work as a result of it so that's basically the story 
So I just want to talk about that because when I first read this, when it first happened last year, as a photographer, I definitely had some opinions on it all around uh, because, you know, when things like this happen, I try to look at situations from all sides because it's easy to see it from your perspective and feel that you are right, that you've done all the right things. But sometimes when you look at things from other people's point of view, other people's perspective, it, it at a minimum, it helps you understand where they're coming from. It's not to say that that's going to make you do anything different, say anything different or feel differently, but it does help you understand where they're coming from. And maybe maybe that can help you or that can uh, kind of mold the way that you handle a situation. Right. So. I want to talk about this from give my my thoughts from all the the points of view. So as the photographer, as Hillary Duff, as Wendy Williams, and as just people that are digesting this story. So as a photographer, I agree 100 percent. He didn't break any laws as a photographer. If we are taking pictures and we are on public grounds, we can take those photos. Now, what we can do with those photos, there's some 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 laws and some stipulations around that. But in terms of just taking photos for ourselves, if we are on public property and we're not using, you know, uh, a, a long telephoto lens. So the, the rules and the laws are different uh, everywhere you go. But typically, as long as you're not using like some long telephoto lens uh, going into someone's window or, or looking into someone's private property with like a long telephoto lens, you basically it's fair game. You know, it's fair game. You know, when you're out in public, you have no right to privacy. So the photographer didn't do anything wrong. He was on public property. He had his camera. He absolutely was 100 percent in the right for what he was doing. So, you know, I understand his pushback in that regard and saying, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not breaking the law. I can do this. So, you know, I, I get that aspect of it. I get the aspect of, you know, you have a new camera, you have you have a new lens, whatever you want to go test it out. And, you know, just doing it in your where you live or just kind of taking random shots doesn't quite do it like you want to be able to. Uh, go somewhere where there's live action going on so you could test the autofocus or you could test whatever it is you want to test. So, you know, I, I, I get that. OK, I get that. So moving to Hillary Duff's perspective, I also get as a parent being uncomfortable that a man that has no association to these seven and eight year old kids that are playing soccer is there taking pictures of them. Uh, I am not a parent, but if I was a parent, that would definitely make me feel uncomfortable. I definitely would not be okay with it. Even understanding as a photographer that that photographer would have the right to be there. I still would not be comfortable with that. And for her not being a photographer uh, and just the average person not really understanding the way laws work, I totally can get her being uncomfortable because even as a photographer, if I'm out on the street and a street photographer is taking a picture of me, 
honestly, I don't like it, which is kind of crazy because I did a street photography video uh, some months ago. And I mean, I felt so weird doing it, too, because I'm just like, man, like if somebody was taking a picture of me, I would just yeah, I just I wouldn't like it because it just it feels weird. Like it just feels weird having someone take your picture when you're not asking for it or when you don't even know it's happening. It's weird. So, you know, I could get from her perspective, she's uncomfortable. Uh, you know, I probably would have went up to someone as well and, you know, tried to be reasonable. So I, I get her perspective. OK, and I'm, I'm going to come back to all this stuff because I'm I got some opinions on it, but I'm just like touching on everybody's point of view. Right. So then you got Wendy Williams. Her show, she's terrible. Uh, she's she's terrible. I, I, I'm not a Wendy Williams fan, but, you know, she has this show. This is her platform. She finds controversial stuff or drama like this and she puts it on the show and then she spews her opinion or whatever and it is what it is so from her perspective okay i get that too like this is great content for you and then you know just for the average person that's on the outside seeing this story obviously you know people's opinions are going to be polarized there's, there's going to be people that agree with the photographer there's going to be people that agree with hillary duff that's just the way of the world right <laughs> you're always going to have people on both sides of it that's just the way that it is so after i read all this where i stood with it what where i stood with it was this i understand where the photographer's coming from but as a photographer i absolutely hate when people's when photographers first line of defense is well i'm not breaking any laws just like don't do that like if you're a photographer, yeah, it's true. You, you're not breaking any laws. You can be there. But number one, that's not going to help the situation at all. And whatever it is that you're trying to do, you're not going to help yourself. And that being your first argument back to somebody is that, oh, I, I have the right to be here. I'm not breaking any laws. It's true. But. That's just not the way to go about handling the situation because people are not going to take that rationally and be like, oh, OK, I, I thought you were breaking the law. Now that I know that you're not, I'm completely comfortable with a random stranger taking pictures of my seven year old son. It's like that's stupid. Like that shouldn't be the first thing that you think of to say because it's not going to help. So I feel like right there, like for me, he he just he went the wrong way with it. Like regardless of how he felt, regardless of why he thought that she was approaching him. And, and I'm sure he thought, you know, it's, it's a black guy. There's no black kids on the team. So it's obvious to everybody that he's probably not there with any of those kids. And I mean, I don't know anything about the team. I certainly wouldn't say Hillary Duff is an A-list celebrity by any means or any stretch at this point in time. But I would imagine whatever team this was, it probably is people that know everybody that's on the team. And there's probably not a lot of color that's mixed into the team is basically what I'm saying. So I'm sure she recognized right away black guy taking pictures there's nobody black on this team there's no black parents associated to anybody on this team there's no black people that's ever at these games so probably he stuck out like a sore thumb so 
you know, did she see that and kind of went over with a preconceived notion? I, I, I bet she did. I bet she did. And I think, you know, if it was a white photographer, would she have still felt uncomfortable? Probably. But would she have approached it differently with a different tone and a different mindset? I think she would have. Now, you know, I'm not trying to turn this into a race thing, but I'm also a real guy. And it's like, I'm not, you know, let's like, let's, let's not sugarcoat stuff. Like the fact that he was a black guy and it was a bunch of white folks, like, yeah, that, that probably made him feel even more uncomfortable. If it was a white guy, I, I, I don't think that the guns would have been blazing as much as they were. Now you can agree, you could disagree, you could say whatever, but that's my opinion. I don't think that the guns would have been blazing as much. I think the gun would have been in the holster proverbial gun, of course. So for him, that approach with how charged up she probably was even coming over there, his approach of saying, well, I'm not doing anything wrong to me was the wrong approach. If that were me and she would have come over and she'd have been like, you know, do you do you know anyone here? I'd have been like, I do not. And, you know, I'm I'm certainly not trying to make anyone feel uncomfortable. I just bought this new camera and, you know, I'm just trying to uh, test out the autofocus. And I'd be more than happy to provide any of you guys with any of the pictures that I take uh, or anything of the sort. I, You know, here's my website. Here's this. Here's that. You know, I definitely don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. Um, and, you know, if that didn't work and, and, and she still felt uncomfortable, you know, I probably would have just stopped shooting now. Some people are going to disagree with that because they're going to be like, oh, you know, she was acting. She was a Karen. She was acting like a Karen. You know, she just was only doing that because he was black, this, that and the other. And that might be true. That might be true. But it's like at the end of the day, what, why if I'm making someone feel uncomfortable with my photography and I'm not doing a job, it's not something I've been sanctioned to do. Why would I continue to do it if I know that I'm making someone feel uncomfortable, regardless of whether they're being a Karen or not? If I'm making people feel uncomfortable with my photography. Why, how, how hard is it for me to say, OK, cool, you know, don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. Go find someone else to shoot. What's the big deal? Would it suck? Sure. You know, I'm there. I got my camera. I'm shooting. I'm excited to try it out. You know, does it suck that I have to stop? Sure. But it's like if I'm making someone feel uncomfortable as a photographer, just bounce, just dip. Be like, OK, cool. You know, I didn't didn't mean to make anyone feel uncomfortable. You know, I just was trying to test things out and having that approach. You never know. Like that could have eased her enough to the point where she was just like, you know, OK, cool with this. Like, you know, once it gets diffused, because, again, she came over, I'm sure like her fuse was already lit. She was ready to blow. And I'm sure as soon as as soon as she started talking, his fuse was lit. And he was ready to blow. And then neither one of them was hearing each other. And they they basically just, you know, stuck to their ground and, and nothing, there was no compromises to be made. And I'm just thinking if you approach it differently and instead of being like, this is my right and you can't tell me I can't try to understand where they're coming from, because like I said earlier, that helps you. That can help you in the approach that you take in responding to that situation. And that all could have went a completely different way if it would have been like, yo, I'm not trying to make anyone feel uncomfortable. I'm just practicing this. I would love to provide you guys the pictures or if you guys are that uncomfortable, no worries. I'll leave. That could that could have changed the whole turn of events right there. And she could have been like, no, no, that's cool. I, I get it. I understand. So it's like as photographers, don't be so bullheaded and be like, oh, well, this is my right. And I'm going to stick to my guns. Try to understand where the other person is coming from now. 
Hillary Duff, as I've said already, I think that she immediately knew he wasn't supposed to be there because he was black and there was no black kids on the team, no black parents on the team, no black people in the stands. So I immediately think she already in her mind was thinking that he was a creep or a child molester or something like that. And speaking of which, that was one of the most damaging things that she said in that video and in her in her post was labeling him as a creep. We all know what that means. We all know what that means. What that means is we got a grown man out here taking pictures of kids, a.k.a. child molester or some grown man that has a fetish with kids. We know what that word creep means. And that is where she completely messed up because she doesn't know this man. She has she doesn't know what this man's intentions are. So he has every right to file this lawsuit because for someone to use their platform like I said, she ain't no A-list celebrity, but she's got a following. And then it gets picked up on Wendy Williams for, for someone to have that platform and to label a photographer as a creep. That is detrimental. Because, again, we all know what someone is saying when they say someone is a creep. Now, when she used the word paparazzi, OK, you know, even that for what he was doing, that's out there because it's not like, you know, these kids are anything to where he would even give a dang about him anyway, right? Like, no big deal. But okay, you want to say paparazzi? Cool. But label him as a creep? Wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. And going over there with guns blazing? Wrong. She could have handled it way differently too. She could have approached him and just been like, hey, you know, instead of being, instead of coming right out the gate, who are you here with? It's like, come on, man. You know he's not there with anybody. You know he's not, but you just wanted to say that so that way it's on your little video. So that way, when you start attacking this man and calling him a creep and all this stuff, you can be like, yeah, he didn't even know anybody there. You know he didn't know anybody there. But instead of going over there and saying that, she could have went over and just been like, yo, um, you know, if, if you're not here with any of the parents, and I'm not sure if you are, but there's just, you know, some of us parents were just... Um, you know, we just feel a little uncomfortable just having someone here taking pictures of the kids uh, when they're not associated with the kids. She even could have went as far as being like, you know, I don't know if you know me. You know, I'm Hillary Duff and I have a lot of paparazzi and, it, you know, I really try to shield my kids from this. And so I just feel really uncomfortable having someone here uh, taking pictures of, you know, my kid and other people's kids, you know, when they're not associated to this, whatever. She could have approached it that way. And she probably would have got a much better response. You know, but instead she went the other way. So, of course, photographer guy, you know, he gets defensive. So for people in the Hillary Duff side of it, for you non-photographers and you're dealing with something like this. And this happens all the time, like people do street photography and, you know, people that are subject to to those pictures, getting their pictures taken in street photography, sometimes, you know, they get really upset and they go and confront the, the photographer and, you know, they demand that they delete the picture and, you know, they threaten to call the police. It's the same type of situation. It's like, yeah, the street photographer, if they're on public property, they're not doing anything wrong, but the average person doesn't know that. And the average person is human. Right. And yeah, when you're walking down the sidewalk, of course, you understand that you're in public, but you also don't feel comfortable just having some random person take your pictures. Like, what, what are you going to do with that picture? 
So photographers, we have to understand that. Be sympathetic of the people that are on the other side of your lens. Don't get so caught up in the legality of things that you're just oblivious to the fact that people are human. People have feelings. And yes, sometimes people don't handle situations the right way. Hillary Duff completely handled that situation the wrong way. But just because people don't handle situations the right way doesn't mean that we as photographers have to stoop down to that level and handle the situation the same exact way that they're handling it. We as photographers can be better than that and handle it and take the higher road and possibly diffuse the situation. Or if that person continues to be uncomfortable, fine, stop taking the picture or delete the picture. Who cares? It is not worth the confrontation. And nowadays, nowadays, it's wild out there, y'all. Like it's wild out there. And it's like nowadays you never know if a person's going to pull out a gun and shoot you right on spot. Like times are not like how they used to be. Like every time you look at the news, there's all there. I mean, look at the COVID stuff. Look at how much craziness has happened from people being asked to put a mask on. From people being asked to leave a store because they're not following the rules. Look at all the violence that's happening from those simple requests. It's a different world. It's a whole different ball game now. So as photographers, when you out there doing stuff and someone confronts you, you need to understand that your life literally could be on the line based on how you respond and, and handle that situation. So it's like, as photographers, be sympathetic. Understand where people are coming from. You never know what people are going through. Some of these people that may confront you, they could be having the worst day, the worst week, the worst month, hell, the worst year. They could be on the brink of falling apart and losing it. Don't be that match to ignite that fuse because it's it. There's no point. They're just pictures. They're pictures that literally mean nothing. Going out and doing street photography, like those pictures literally means nothing. You, you really can't do much with them without a release. Sure, you can go and take them. You can post them on your YouTube or your social media, but you're not going to profit off of them anyway. So it's like, it doesn't matter. Just let that stuff go. Be sympathetic. Think about people. And just think about how you would feel the other way around. And maybe I'm the exception on, on this, you know, but always going through life, like I always try to see other people's perspective. Because, again, if I only look at stuff the way that I see things, then I'm always going to be right. And I damn well know that I am not always right. I am wrong a lot of times. I, I can admit that with no problem. But if you're always going through life just thinking like, oh, you know, looking at things how you see things and looking at it from your POV, then you're never wrong. And, and it, maybe sometimes you're not. But in the grand scheme of things, it just doesn't matter most of the time. It doesn't matter. With this situation, with this photographer testing out this camera, shooting at that game did not matter. It's like. Yeah, it was a great opportunity to test out the camera, but 
it doesn't matter. If you got to find another game, go find another game. If you got to find something else to shoot, go find something else to shoot. Who cares? So, you know, where do I think it'll go? or Where do I want it to go? Uh, you know, honestly, I, I hope that he wins something because I do believe that he probably has lost some sort of work to this. I mean, as a photographer, if you're labeled as a creep and you have this video that's painting you uh, as being kind of this villainous guy, did I just make that word up? Villainous? I don't even think that's a word. You know, if you're being painted as like a villain, yeah, I mean, there's going to be people that don't want to work with you. And this story definitely made its its way around the country for sure. I mean, it, it hit a lot of the sites just because it was Hillary Duff. But then once Wendy Williams picked it up, you know, it got even more traction. So, yeah, he probably has lost work. It, it probably has uh, affected his reputation for sure. So, you know, do I think he should be compensated for that? Absolutely. And, you know, do I think that was Hillary Duff's intent? No. But, you know, just because something isn't your intent doesn't mean that you can't be held liable and that you shouldn't be held liable. It's like we make mistakes, but just because it's a mistake doesn't mean that you're just completely off the hook and you don't have to be held accountable for whatever it is you did. It's just not the way it works. It shouldn't work that way. So should she be held accountable? Absolutely. So hopefully you know, he gets something or hopefully it gets settled. I mean, I, I just Googled this and I didn't I haven't seen anything recent. So I'm assuming that uh, nothing has come from this or maybe it was uh, settled out of court and there was an NDA filed. And so it's not being discussed. And that that very well could be what has happened. So use this as a lesson learned for all parties involved, you know, to to be sympathetic and understanding of the opposite side instead of just going in guns blazing. And I know sometimes it's hard because I struggle with that myself sometimes. You know, when I be having to call like customer service or something like that, I'll I be calling ready to, to, to knock their head off their shoulders. And, then, you know, I get going, I get all worked up and then, you know, sometimes they get worked up and then nothing, nothing gets resolved. Or sometimes I get worked up and they're super nice and, and understanding. And then I feel like crap. You know, it brings me down a notch. So, look, I'm I'm just as guilty of this stuff as anybody else. And, you know, I, I, I have to work on it constantly myself. But, you know, what I've noticed just in life in general is that when you approach things with a sense of calm and understanding, a lot of times the outcome goes in your favor. And, you know, if I'm calling someone and there's a problem and I need them to fix it, they're going to be more likely to fix it if I'm calling them from a place of being calm and compassionate versus a place of being upset, frustrated and angry. So that is all I have for this topic. It definitely feels good to uh, to be doing this. Uh, today was a long day and I, I wasn't even going to do a podcast, but honestly, I just I just needed to just do something creative and and something just to kind of clear my head. So this has been uh, this has been a very therapeutic podcast for me today. So I uh, I definitely appreciate you tuning in. I'm still trying to figure out kind of the the frequency of what I want to do. These I want to try to do a podcast once a week at least once a week. I, in the beginning, when I first started this, I wanted to do 
I was going to just do a podcast whenever I had something to talk about. And then I was going to try to do it, you know, twice a week or three times a week. But, you know, I, I don't want to do a podcast and just talk about meaningless stuff. You know, I don't want to just have the mic going and I'm just talking just for the sake of talking. So I do think I want to limit it to once a week. That way I can at least keep the content uh, with a purpose. And I'm talking about things with substance and I'm not just rambling on and on. Like I want to make these podcasts worth listening to. I don't want to just be background noise to where it's like, oh, you know, here's Anthony again, just talking about a whole lot of nothing. So I definitely think I want to keep it to once a week, but I'm, you know, I need to figure out, um, what day, uh, I have a new series that I'm doing on my YouTube channel which I think I link in the little notes of this. I'm pretty sure I haven't done one of these in a while, so I don't remember what I put in the description, but uh, I have a YouTube channel and every Friday I do, I've been doing for the last four Fridays, I've been doing a chill and chat, which is basically doing this, but I do it in front of the camera and put it on my YouTube. So I'm also trying to figure out how to navigate that because since it's it's kind of the same format, but I'm just recording it, you know, I'm kind of just talking about something. So trying to find the meaningful topics to talk about on both of these is going to be a bit challenging, but I'm up for the challenge and we're going to see how it goes. So this one is up on, on Wednesday. Today is uh, September 22nd. So maybe I'll try to do uh, do my podcast every Wednesday. Then I do my chilling chats every Friday. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. That's, that's what I'm going to make the decision today. We will, uh, we'll see how that goes. Don't, don't hold me to it if it doesn't work. So I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you listening. Um, still don't know how to end my podcast or my YouTube videos. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, do your thing. Take care out there. And uh, I will catch you on the next podcast. Peace.